I'm sorry, but the people who settled in this area were absolutely insane. This state was settled by people who got lost on their way to Texas. After a few years endlessly circling the plains, they just gave up and settled where they stood. In the middle of nowhere where the weather is constantly changing and the only major benefit is being particularly flat. I worked in human resources for a time. HR is one of those areas in which, for whatever reason, public perception is completely off from the reality of the situation. And the weird thing is that if you correct people, they're aggressively certain that they're correct. This is because HR does a lot of things, but they aren't required to do the things that they do. When they protect you against a certain level of inter-office aggression, it becomes assumed that they have to do it. Why else would they? But it isn't an unalienable human right to never be upset or offended. The truth is that hostile work environments are barely a thing. And there's no rule against workplace bullying in almost every state. I think California might have one in works. There's no law that anyone has to be nice to at work. There's no law against being a dick. And why do we want there to be one? I've seen dozens of cases where a low-ranking employee is berated to the point of tears by an asshole boss, and then they want to know how much they're doing compensation. And yes, the situation sucks, and hopefully some sort of universal karma will kick in, but legally the answer is nothing. Because there aren't any fines or penalties for being an asshole. Bob from accounting can scream at you all he wants, as long as he doesn't mention your race, gender, religion, or membership in another protected class. HR is absolutely not legally required to help you, though they might if they want to be nice and they are actually invested in creating a pleasant work environment. But again, this isn't a requirement for them, it's an option for them. And human resources isn't there to protect you from feeling uncomfortable either. If Bob from accounting hits on you, Bob is probably going to get warned, not fired. HR's job is not to protect you against awkward human interactions. This question is constantly asked. My coworker is sending me flirty emails. How can I get him fired? It is not against the law to be unattractive to you. Now, if Bob from accounting continues hitting on you, then HR may fire him. And if Bob is your supervisor, not your coworker, that's a bit more waffly in territory. But, and this is important, if you never told HR initially that Bob was hitting on you, HR has absolutely no responsibility. HR is not omniscient. Even more importantly, HR is not on your side, it's on your employer's side. You should never trust HR to advocate on your behalf. That's what an attorney is for. The goal of HR is to protect the business. This is literally a division that is calling you, and by extension all of humanity, a resource. But this is part of the kind of bizarre, coddled, grade school society we have now, where we look to our boss like they're our mommy and expect that everything will be fair and transparent. Outside of America, it's considered to be absolutely bizarre to have an entire department at work that manages interpersonal conflict. HR's role is, ostensibly, to handle paychecks, benefits, retirement accounts, vacations, that sort of thing. Not to put other employees in time out. And most of what I just said also doesn't apply to small businesses. Businesses that only have a handful of employees can basically do whatever they want. But you know, the reason that people think that human resources works that way isn't because of television or movies. When was the last time you saw a television show about human resources? It's because of the internet. People are constantly taking advice that they're given on the internet with absolutely no way to verify that it's sensible or correct. One example of common folklore from the pre-internet age is MSG. There's absolutely nothing wrong with MSG. It doesn't cause cancer and it doesn't cause headaches. But people still believe that MSG is harmful because of a single study published decades ago. 
Women are constantly told to pee after sex. That doesn't resolve UTIs. There's no actual official study that has ever shown that it has any correlation whatsoever. If you look it up, it's just a long series of women's magazines that have the credentials of the Daily Mail. So you can put metal in microwaves all you want, such as a spoon in a cup. That's why every once in a while someone pops up online who has been doing it all their life and had absolutely no idea that it was a bad thing to do. In fact, putting something in a cup of water could actually be helpful, as it will prevent it from superheating by offering a nucleation point. But anyway, misinformation is nothing new. The problem is when misinformation becomes new cultural knowledge. It's common knowledge that you should never talk to the police, ever, even if the police are helping you specifically. And that really just creates an antagonistic relationship when, for instance, they're just asking if you could move your car to another location. People tell you that you should go and you should travel when you're young, right out of college. And sure, that's true if you have the money readily available to do so. But if you don't have a significant nest egg stored up, and today who does, this is how people end up in their 30s with $20,000 of revolving debt that they just can't shake. In general, most of the ways that people tell you to advocate for yourself are just shy of insane, and they're going to just make you enemies. Never take no for an answer. Don't give them an inch. Always ask for a quid pro quo. Be blunt even if it hurts them. Generally, just be a miserable person with absolutely no social graces. It's like people who say, I'm honest, when they really mean, I'm an asshole. Which reminds me of all the amazing red flags you can find in online dating profiles that are really just code for, I'm an asshole. Like, I don't play games, which really just means I'm not going to put any effort into this. It's the sort of world-weary thing that someone says when they're just tired of doing anything at all and they just want to cut to the chase. Because a game becomes anything at all that was expected of you that you weren't inclined to do. Most people aren't playing games, they're just asking you to, you know, do stuff. I expect you to take care of yourself physically, which really means I don't like fat people, but I don't know how to tactfully say it, so instead I'm going to start laundry listing attributes like this is a job interview. And my personal favorite, I have a sarcastic sense of humor and I don't care if other people are offended. It's just a joke. I see this on every other profile and it's such a cliche. All it means is that you don't have empathy for other people and that you consider your own entertainment more important than other people's feelings. Is that supposed to be an attractive quality for a mate? In the meantime, I'll mourn the loss of the word sardonic, which is the actual type of humor many of these people are targeting. Alright guys, have a fantastic night. Tune in Monday through Friday at whatever p.m. central and follow me on Twitter at jkiloindia.